Welcome to the sixth episode of My Pod, where our motto is all tea, no shade. Did you miss me? Okay, so today I don't really have any announcements besides my regular announcement that I always make. Um, make sure that you guys are following me on my different social media platforms. Make sure you guys are giving me responses um, to what you guys want to see, what you guys want to hear. And also, just make sure you guys are really interacting with me. Um, the few people who do interact with me, I see it. I really appreciate it. And you guys mean literally the world for me, world to me. I love the Mind Squad. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce my special guest, Gabrielle Allen. Um, so, my name is Gabrielle Allen. I'm 22 years old and I attend the Jackson State University. I am a graduating senior. I major in business management. And you can catch me on my social media handles on Instagram at callmegab with a K and on Twitter at Gab Allen. All right. So, are you excited to be here today, Gabby? I'm extremely excited. I've heard all about my pod, so I'm looking forward to this conversation. Yes, and when I say this is going to be a conversation, it's going to be a conversation. Um, I feel like this conversation needs to be had not only within the walls of Jackson State University, but just all across America uh, and all across the world because it's a problem wherever you go, honestly. But we're going to go ahead and start it off with um, the statement, boys will be boys. How does that make you feel? And do you feel like it has given um, Americans a culture of not holding men responsible? Um, That's a great question. I definitely feel that the term boys will be boys. I think it does kind of take away responsibilities from males mm-hmm. because it almost um, insinuates that, you know, this is... This is the image that we see you in. And if you fit that image, whether it be positive or negative, that's just what we expect. Right. But when it comes from women, I think that women are expected naturally to do more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so are men. But I think the issue is, is that the term boys will be boys almost limits men as well. I'm sure some boys don't even right. like the top or don't even like the actual term because it almost makes you seem like this is, you know, your box. Exactly. Stay within this box. And I don't think that that's, you know, fair for men. It's also, you know, not fair for women because everyone should have, the, like, the freedom completely to, you know, express themselves, yeah. do what they feel, just everything all above. And then, moreover, I think boys will be boys. You know, it then goes into, like, our ch- like our children and future mm-hmm. generations. It almost, you know, it, it allows them to believe that, you know, accept this rather yes. than, you know, these are your standards. Make them meet that. Mm-hmm. So that's how I feel about that overall term. I completely agree. Like, for me, the term boys will be boys, um, coming from a, you know, a man's standpoint, it really makes me feel like, like you said, like, they don't expect much from us. Right. So, when we don't meet the slightly raised expectations, it's just like, okay, boys will be boys. And then, on top of, you know, building a slightly raised reputation, I mean, not reputation, expectation, um, it's like, it's almost an excuse for a man to do literally whatever. And it's just like, okay, you cheat on your wife, okay, boys will be boys. You go out here and you do something you don't have no business, boys will be boys. You around here not doing your schoolwork, but you worried about sports, boys will be boys. And that's not okay. Right. Like, that is the exact opposite of, okay, we should be progressing. We shouldn't have 
statements like that really limit us as a people, not only as a, you know, not only as black people, but as, you know, people in America and anybody else who would use a statement such, because it's just like, boys with boys, like, what does that really mean? Right. Like, for the people who use it, like, this, like, what does it really mean? So that's my take on it. And I'm actually glad you mentioned black people because, like, the black community in general, I think that a lot of guys will say, you know, they say boys will be boys, but black men have it harder. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the biggest things I always advocate for is to understand that we, like, we know that. And, you know, we as black women, we understand that as well. I think what we're trying to say is that don't, you know, don't put yourself in the box as well. Don't say, I don't want to be, you know associated with the term but then you're doing everything acting as if you don't have it harder so Mm -hmm. the simple fact that you have it harder it means that as a black male you shouldn't be out here just with anybody you shouldn't be out here just acting any old kind Mm -hmm. of way because if you have a son one day if you have a daughter one day how are you to teach you know your son or daughter um don't be with women like this or don't be a man like this Mm -hmm. or don't you know settle for men like this when you were exactly that so i feel like as black people we have to you know take that term you know and yeah and recognize that you know they all these terms you know can apply to a lot of different people but if you're gonna sit up here and say you know i have it harder than act like it you know do better don't fit that box and don't you know and don't act like your age has anything to do with it either oh you speaking like you are really speaking because i even as a young like as a young guy i knew that it was like certain things were just unacceptable like one of my one of my cousins from back home um he was like when i say terrible like he failed like eighth grade and he um i think he fell like three times actually um and he was just doing whatever with whoever and he had like three younger sisters and it's just like what are you really you know what are you really showing your sisters because at the end of the day you'll be ready to fight somebody ready to kill somebody if what you did to these girls that you talked to in your past or that you currently talked to if somebody did that to your sister exactly. you would be very upset so i think it just faces like that need to be just eliminated from the american um dictionary because it's just like we need to progress not decrease and that's definitely making us go steps backwards because it's too much going on for us to still be doing stuff like that absolutely i agree with you 100 yes okay so the next thing that i want to talk about is how many leadership positions have you had at jackson state university and in what capacities okay um so i served on a plethora of different boards mm-hmm. and in different leadership positions and capacities but like even before i say this you know i know that a lot of jackson state people listen um i definitely did not start off just you know um i didn't start off just like hey like i know about sga i'm gonna go for it like i felt like i was gonna go for mm-hmm. it but then i ended up not even doing it because i just didn't feel like i was you know ex- i didn't feel like i was very educated about it and yeah. then on top of that they had thrown out, like, we got the packet, it has say, okay, well, you need to pay $300 for this. And I was like, whoa, why am I paying for something that I'm being elected for? But, right. you know, that's a whole nother situation in terms of, like, you know, student activity fees. But mm-hmm. overall, um, before I served in these, you know, capacities, just know that I did, you don't have to take time to get acclimated. So that's for mm-hmm. anybody coming into Jackson State. So um, the first act, the four, the first uh, position I served in was I was vice president of Alpha Lambda Delta. So mm-hmm. that's um, a non-society for people who hold, I want to say, what's a 3.6 or a 3.9. And so I served on that from 17 to 18. And then um, the following year, I um, initially I went for junior class president, but I ended up becoming the executive secretary. Mm-hmm. That was even more, that was even better. And that was from 18 to 19. Um, and then 
starting in 2018, I started with Thurgood Marshall College Fund. Mm-hmm. I became a scholar there, um, and that is just that has scholarships, internships, job opportunities, all types of stuff. So when you become a scholar there, you're naturally a leader on campus because you're supposed to be um, serving as a liaison between mm-hmm. the organization and your um, designated school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I served there from 2018 all the way up until present day, um, and then. Last but not least, um, for my sorority, Alpha Kappa Alpha, I've served on, on um, a plethora of different um, executive board positions. Mm-hmm. And those positions won't be as prevalent only because, you know, they specifically are for the organization. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. So, it seems as if you are really involved. Um, and I appreciate someone who is extremely involved on campus and yet still finds a way to um, remain above a 3.0 GPA. Like, let's just give her... I know we can't hear y'all, but we're going to give her a round of applause. And, you know, because it's not easy. Like, it's yes. not easy. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's easy... It's already not easy to um, obtain, you know, a 3.5 plus to especially a 4.0. Right. And it's because don't you have like a 3.9? Yeah, but yeah. See, uh, <laughs> better than me. Um, and it's already not easy to obtain, you know. Uh, well, it's not easy to, you know, keep because you start off with a 4.0. It's not always easy to right. keep it. Um, and so keeping it along with um being so involved on campus, like it seems like. Almost as soon as you got here, it was just like, okay, let me just dive in. Let me make sure I get um, the need, the resources I need to become a good person in my professional workspace. So I applaud you for that. Thank because you. Because it's Thank not easy. You. Yeah, it definitely was. You know, I'm glad that you mentioned about your about GPAs and having leadership positions. For mm-hmm. me, I naturally was, um, I think they call it... Um, what do they call it? They call it like class to room students or something like that. Basically, it's students who just they go to class and go back to their room. Mm-hmm. Like I've never been, you know, someone who just you know did that. So, um, but I will say, for people who want to go into leadership positions do understand it's not easy and that you do mm-hmm. have to prioritize. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's very hard to recognize that, or it's very hard to really you know live a life that academic comes first mm-hmm. because once you actually become the vice president and your advisor is asking you of things and you know you have homework and you know it almost looks at, it's like oh academics come first but it's like you signed up for this right you know and then you have deadlines so it's really important that you know you understand what you can do you never spread yourself too thin mm-hmm. and the way I was able to maintain my um my academics was because I truly did my academics first but I planned like every mm-hmm. single day was a planning day i I never went into my day kind of blindsided, not mm-hmm. knowing what I was going to do. I had to make sure that I knew if I had a paper due, that means that you're, you know, you're really taking initiative. Like, you're not, you're not, you know, waiting to the last minute because last minute on that paper could mean that, you know, you need to be in a meeting. That's mm-hmm. super, super important. So, just know being a leader and, you know, being academically inclined, it takes, it takes a lot of dedication. Yes. And, um, also, I don't know why this word is hard to why don't I say? Oh, sacrifice. Like, mm, you know, yes. I sacrificed a lot of sleep. I sacrificed a lot of, you know, I still have fun, but that doesn't mean maybe, you know, during homecoming, your organization has a table while everybody's at the hot spot. So right. there's a lot more that comes with it as well. Mm-hmm. And then another thing that I want people to realize, um, you don't have to be an SGA to be involved. You don't. Like, Jackson State, I don't know why it's like this, <laughs> but Jackson State has a thing like, okay, like SGA over everybody and it's just like <laughs> the people at SGA are cool like they have really important jobs but SGA isn't the end all be all it's right. like you know if you don't get an SGA okay 
Like, it's perfectly fine. Like, it right. is okay. You don't have to be, you know, SGA, when it's different organizations like Girls Coalition, when it's different organizations like Men of Excellence, um, right. Insatiable Modeling Squad, NAACP, right. um, After Lambda Delta, mm-hmm. um, just, and then it's so many, like, um, what sounds like the different, even the different majors have so right. many different, um, organizations that you can get into like within your college like literally i was just added to another e-board today in my um in my college and it's just like you know it's something like if you want it literally just go get it and you know you may not get everything um but that's okay as long as you're out here trying to do better somebody is going to see your efforts some you may not even notice this person but somebody is watching your every single move so just be patient absolutely and i think that like i think the notion that sga kind of, i think sga has been something that um people feel like they can catapult through mm-hmm. so it's kind of like once i'm in sga okay pretty much anything else you know i want i can get and i think the issue with that is that that's um that's attainable anyway right and people kind of believe that because i was in sga you know my first year of sga i was on the e-board so i was going to you know president's dinners i was you know able to go to nasap and stuff like that um and you know, I, I think SGA is very beneficial. It's mm-hmm. very important, and of course you need it. But at the end of the day, um, SGA, you know, puts you more into, like, yes, you're in an organization, but you're going to start experiencing some of those, um, I'll, I call them politi- like politics because mm-hmm. there are a lot of politics that go into SGA and yes. some of the decisions that are made and the things that happen. And, you know, a lot of people are like, I want to be in SGA because I want to, you know, tell students, I want to be a voice for students. But, mm-hmm. like, the real question is, is, like, you know, with me being on the e-board, when she, once you actually get into SGA, you start to recognize instead of me being a voice, like how am I actually going to relate to the students that the reason why they didn't get refrigerators and we had to rent them was because of X, Y, and Z because right. of IHL. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so much more that goes deeper. And if you want to serve, like, you have to serve in many different ways. You right. can't just be like, oh, I'm going to be a voice for the positive things. There's going to be things that you have to relate negatively. Like, right. you know, our current SGA president, I'm sure it wasn't, you know, super easy for him to say, hey, we're not coming back to school. Right. Hey, you know, we're not we're not going to get this. We're not going to get that. So, so much more comes with this. So, if you're trying to be like, you know, a liaison, you can do that in SGA. Like you say, you can do it in Men of Excellence. You can right. do it in Girls Coalition. If anything, my number one thing as a black student at HBCU, you need to make sure that you're in, in NAACP. Exactly. Like, if you're going to be in anything, make sure that you know you're closely associated mm-hmm. to activities that relate going back to your history. Right. So. And I know um, being in NAACP, one of our main focuses is voters rights voters registration making sure that people like you like the whole point of um i was just telling um gabrielle off of camera well not off camera off of audio that um to be on camera period one day one day (laughs) we're gonna get there but i'm just telling her about um what we talking about NAACP. Uh, naacp i was just telling her about how um Y'all, I forgot what I was going to say. It's okay, y'all. I I'm not perfect. about voters' rights and stuff like that. Yeah. But, but it'll come back to you. Yeah, it'll come back. Probably too late, but it's okay. <laughs> but I know earlier you were talking about politics mm-hmm. um, and how SGA can quickly turn into politics. So one thing that kind of, you know, it doesn't sit right with me. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about schools who do not have misters? And so instead um, of having misters, they prefer that SJ president to walk with their queen. Um, for me, uh, I'm just gonna start off by saying, I feel like it makes people, it makes women feel like, 
um, I maybe I shouldn't be running for this, or maybe I shouldn't um, try to do this because obviously they want a man running. So I don't know. How do you feel about it? I feel like with um, I think one thing I you know want to put out before I even like you know get to you know my personal opinion about it. I know that there are certain schools you know funding is a huge thing. Like mm-hmm. when it comes to Mister and Misses, Mister um, and Miss. I'm sorry they. A lot of money goes into them because right. ultimately they're the face of the school. You know, your outfits, hair, makeup, and then, of course, you have a court. So um, I know some schools don't have it based off of money. So that's, you know, that's one thing. I don't right. want anyone to think that I'm saying, well, you should just have this. But I will say that, you know, having the SGA president um, serve as, you know, I guess the male mm-hmm. spearhead. Yeah, right, the male spearhead of that, you know, whole thing. I think that it can be discouraging to women. I know um, when I first came here and I came in in fall of 16, um, and they didn't have Mr. Jackson State. Mm-hmm. And um, the president did walk with the Miss. And I felt that, um, I mean, of course, it's a good look when it's a male president. But when it's a female president, of course, you can you know, walk alongside another like, two powerful women, which is wonderful. You know, right. but I think that what people need to start doing, what schools need to start doing is, you know, making it comfortable. I think right. it's less about, you know, they're trying to discourage women, but like you need to make it comfortable for women to come in mm-hmm. and, you know, do those kinds of things. Because like when I ran for SGA president, Mr. was in place. Right. But I know that if um I if it wasn't, I definitely would be like, you know, in the midst of me running, I would be asking questions to administration like, what exactly will this look like? Right. How will you accommodate for me? Like mm-hmm. you're normally paying for suits, but I'm a woman. Right. So I wear dresses, I wear heels, I also need my hair and makeup done. Right. So how are you gonna make sure you have the funding? So I think that schools need to work on, you know, being truly diverse right like, of course every organization is working on deepening their diversity but you need to be diverse in every segment mm-hmm. like for instance if you have a you know king come in who may you know i don't know i just don't feel like schools prepare for everything and right. i'm not saying you have to like you're gonna know everything but if you have you know i don't know like even now you know you have different things like transgender stuff. So like what mm-hmm. if somebody tries to run for that kind of stuff right. like i'm not saying that you know you have to have the answer but start you know you should being, start formulating what if right and start having those conversations mm-hmm. because i mean i know that you know like i said i mentioned something that was way like you know trans trans transgender that's a completely different topic right. but i think that that you know it's just it goes back to the conversation of just being prepared and having those true conversations mm-hmm. rather than saying well when we get there we'll figure it out right because then people start to feel not cared for people right. start to feel like they care more about the miss more than that shit president mm-hmm. or they start to care about the miss more than the mister mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah so i completely agree with you 110 yeah. percent. like um you definitely put a new perspective onto my outlook but like you said it's a conversation that like needs to be had like it literally has to be had because i just feel like for me personally i feel like it's discouraging for women um i'm not a woman yeah so i can't really be like oh well i know for and even if i was a woman i cannot speak for every woman you know what i mean right so it's just like i just want um more people to really um really just like you said start a conversation start thinking about it start really being like okay this this is something that we should really 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 think about right so yeah right yeah and i think that that's i think that goes back to like i said when it like when i was dipping into politics it's Mm -hmm. it's really about you know not only making the constitution something that's about you know every you know the constitution is about rules and regulations and how to make sure everything is maintained um and has an equilibrium but i feel like when we need to start having like you know rules for that you know like what does it look like when this happens like that's what i said like politics politics just need they need to go deeper than just you know 
the the surface level right. discussion. Like it needs to be, you know, what does it look like when women are in these positions? Mm-hmm. Like if this were to happen, how are we going to handle these kind of situations? So it can be discouraging. I will say that I know mm-hmm. when I came, I didn't think about it because um, I wasn't like, you know, my freshman year, I wasn't, you know, initially like, oh, SJ president is my direct route. I was, you know, thinking between two different, you know, roles. But I definitely will say that it is a little. Um, it's definitely it definitely makes you feel like ooh like what do they have to do for me like how right. are they going to make that instead of like I know they're going to make that change for mm-hmm. me because they're that kind of school exactly like, you know what I mean so so yeah I, I completely agree with you 100 and, uh, 110% like I said earlier like this 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 is a conversation that needs to be had make sure um, that you are sending this to all your different friends your cousins anybody that you feel that needs to hear this episode because I really feel like we need to start taking women's rights more seriously. Like, it's not a joke. Women are here, they're here to stay, and they are just as powerful, just as strong, just as resilient, just as needed as anyone else. Absolutely. Um, and so this question right here, um, it's kind of tying into the last question a little bit. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that Jackson State has developed a culture where it is a problem with someone, um, do they have a problem with women in leadership positions outside of Miss Jackson State University? Okay. And you said it's Jackson State. Yes, Jackson State. So this is just us, like just Jackson State. Okay. Um, I think that, you know... I think that when I think of Jackson State, I think of, you know, everybody. I think of the student body. I think of administration. I think of every person who, you know, works to make Jackson mm-hmm. State what it is. I think that, um, I wouldn't say that it's necessarily, like, a problem, but I do believe that it's something that is uncomfortable. Right. I think it's very uncomfortable because, um, personally, even, like, my, you know, situation, I know, you know, I ran for SGA president mm-hmm. and I ran against a male and it was only two of us. Now, even though I completely, you know, have come to terms with, you know, the results as a whole, I believe that God had a bigger thing for me anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I think God knows, you know, he knows the plan he has for you. So right. I'm not, you know, doubting at all anything, but I do think that even when people saw me running, um, there haven't been very many SGA women presidents. Right. Um, so I think that people, I think there were some people who were like, yes, like a woman, like I'm ready to see this. Some people really knew who I was and like what my work ethic was. And some people were like, I've never seen that before. Right. So I'm not sure. Um, I think that, I think Jackson State is not always completely comfortable because I think that there have been a few things that have happened at Jackson State that make me question, you know, how equal, you know, they are when it comes to like you know women and men's right overall i do think the jackson state supports women just as much as men mm-hmm. i think that we as a student body have to work on being more accepting to that change so that our you know administrators and people who work for jackson state are like you know what this is what they want to see because at right. the end of the day it's up to us it's all about us so if we start looking and saying you know what i'm not con- so concerned about her gender or their gender i'm worried about the work that they do right that's when things will start to change versus you know who they are what they are what they're a part of or what it looks like will be the best thing who like I think that you know even that goes back to just kind of Mr. and Miss like mm-hmm. instead of you know picking people who look the part pick the people who are going to do the part right. you know what I mean so when we as a student body do that Jackson State will naturally grow more comfortable but we have to grow comfortable with being different right you know I completely agree because I'm the type of person um I'm not gonna get into who I voted for or anything <laughs> but I just want people to know that like Work ethic 
is it means so much to me as a person like i i wouldn't say i had it all peace and cream growing up and at the same time i didn't have a hard knock life either it just it just is what it is and i want people to understand that anything that you do here as i say anything you did prior anything you do after it starts with you like it doesn't start with your mom it doesn't start with your dad it doesn't start with your rich uncle it doesn't start with your you know the small business that you know your family knows they know the owner it doesn't start with it don't start with any of that it starts with what i jamarius thompson can bring to the table what can i do for my school what can i do for my community what can i do for you know all the people who are listening to my voice like what can i do as a person because at the end of the day it's easy to obtain a position but it's hard to keep the position it's hard to keep the position looking good it's hard to keep the position in the like keep the position so my idea for if i were to ever do anything the people behind me i'm expecting them to be 100 percent better than me like without a shadow of a doubt and i'm not saying oh I got it through the mud, so you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to find your way out, but you still need to top me while doing it. No, you need to mold the next generation of leaders to make them, um, to make them better than you. Right. Because who better to mentor somebody than somebody who was just where you were? Exactly. Exactly. And I think if we start accepting that more, I think, like you said, we need to stop being so concerned about, you know, who, you know, got it, like, who got it the hardest or who went through the most. It's more about, like, if you look at a position, like, for instance, when you look at, like, president, the point of the president is to preside, to delegate. Right. It never said a man to preside and delegate or a woman to do that. Instead, we should look at, you know, who is going to not only do the job, who's going to pave the way because at the end of the day, the person next to you should, you know, go through their own metamorphosis. Yeah, you know, their own, you know, process, Mm. but they shouldn't have to go through the same problems as you did because you were supposed to clear that. You weren't supposed to just be there to serve and just to be in that, you know, just to serve the position, not even really serve, I'm just saying, basically just to fill the spot, to fill a vacancy. To say, okay, we had this. Right. And I also feel like, to piggyback off what you said, um, even if you can't clear every problem, you should be like, okay, look, I tried my hardest to do this, but you should be definitely looking out for X, Y, and Z right. because it could come back up. Right. You know, um, because we're still human. We're not perfect. Everything we want to do, it won't happen. But we can try our hardest to do as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of straight off the topic a little bit, but you know, back to the back to the main question. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do I feel about it? I feel like it's a problem. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it or nothing like that. Not saying you did, but I'm just saying like this is my, this is my pie. My pie gives the raw, the unfiltered, the 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 just it all. So I feel like it's a problem. Um, don't get me wrong. Um, the the role of Miss Jackson State is extremely important. Um, every Miss Jackson State that I've seen, you know, especially the newly elected 81st <laughs> uh, Miss Dasha Davis, I love her so much. Yes. But um, they are very important, extremely important to the campus, campus community. But girls shouldn't just have that dream. And I feel like, I feel like once you come in as a freshman, Jackson State sells you that dream. Yep. That, that's the only dream that, you know, I'm going to be, like, I'm going to be Miss Jackson State. Right. Now, I'm going to be SGA president. Right. Now, I'm going to be SGA vice president. Now, I'm going to be the president of this um this group, whether it be a girls mentoring group, uh, all-girls group, or just a group in general. No, I don't want to be in this, um you know, honor society. No, I don't want to be in, you know, um 
what, what's it called? Like, um, I don't want to be in any, like, troops, like, IMS, the modeling troupe, or Mad Drama, the performance troupe, or, you know, anything like that. Literally, a lot of people come here, and, you know, I'm be brutally honest, a lot of people, uh, I want to be, you know, I want to be an XYZ sorority, and I want to be Miss Jackson State. And that's it. And right. it should be more than that. Right. Like, don't get me wrong, I live for, you know, everybody at Jackson State, but we have more than Miss Jackson State. Yes. We have way more you are capable of way more don't let the um the the surrounding area tell you that you're only capable of being um Miss Jackson State or on the Royal Court because there's so many different AJ positions like class positions right. where it's just like and shout out to the class of 23 <laughs> because their freshman board literally was uh, it was um, made up of only women except for Mr. Freshman. And I'm not saying it should be just, oh, only boys or only girls. But I feel like it was a step in the right direction. It's a stepping stone, yeah. Yeah, to show that, you know, women can be in leadership positions. They can do them well. And, you know, and it lets them know that I like this. Like, I was on the royal court, but it was still something that I liked. It was something that made me grow. It, and that's another thing. Professional development is a big thing for me. Yes. Um, everybody know I'm a ratchet. I'm not gonna hide. I'm not gonna lie. I'm definitely ratchet. But the, being in different groups um, and different organizations have taught me when you should turn it on and turn it off. Absolutely. Um, and also being a part of different e-boards have shown you how to really um, mask. Um, I wouldn't say master true feelings, but know how to put how you personally feel aside. For the main goal. Yes. So. Yes. yes. And I'm glad that you said that. Like, you know, um, going back to even like the Miss Jackson State thing, I think that you hit on a really important topic because not only does it like, you know, teach you that I'm capable of more, but if I don't get it. Right. That doesn't, you know, push me into a deep, dark place. That doesn't exactly. push me into a place like where I'm just kind of like, well, I didn't get into this. I didn't do this. And mm-hmm. I didn't become a second state. I didn't become a sophomore. Like, it, it's like, you're right. They almost kind of like make it seem like, you know, but the reason why I know why it is, because even when I came in, like, so my first Miss Jackson State was Destiny mm-hmm. um, Lawrence, and she was amazing. Like, the most beautiful spirit you'll ever meet. Right. Like, I heard about was, her last night, yes, actually. Like, she is amazing. Like, everything that she was as a queen was truly, you know, it reflects in her real life, even to this day. Like, I, you know, I don't know what people do in their spirit life, but I know I follow her on social media. Mm-hmm. And, like, even after her raid, she still remained that same refreshing spirit. Right, right. And so that's why, like... You know, I feel like people see them, they're like, they see them waving. You're like, man, like, she got her makeup done. She got her hair done. She got all this done. So, mm-hmm. you know, I want to do that. But then really they don't teach you that also becoming Miss Jackson State and becoming like, really not even just Miss Jackson State, SGA president, being on the Royal Court in mm-hmm. general, being an SGA. Yes. Like, alum are looking at you. In the, and, you know, all I, time. It's, right. And it's hard to say that I don't want to, you know, my mom is an alum, but it's like alum look at you because they know what they're used to seeing. They know what tradition is and they want to see you reflect what, you know, what their desired image in the back of your head. So in addition to, you know, you see her wearing her makeup like that, people always, you know, say, well, they always wear their, you know, they wear their hair like this all the time or they always wear these clothes. And it's like, because now that you're Miss Jackson State, you are ex Miss Jackson State. You are no longer just yourself. Like everything that they put you in, just because you decided that you want to wear, you know, a pant, like a a bright orange pantsuit as Miss Jackson State, that may just get disapproved. Like, you know what I mean? Um, So... I think that, you know, in addition to teaching, you know, what it looks like, we need to start, you know, opening up about, you know, being an SGA, being in leadership position, mm-hmm. and just being the face, 
um, of a lot of different organizations. As you said, professional development is important, but also knowing what the role really means and like right. how it can you know, change your life and change what you want to do. Like, yeah. you even said yourself, you know, you're like, this is how I act on the normal, but I know how to turn it on and off. Mm-hmm. When you're in a certain position, there is no on and off. Like, even if you're at a party, you're still Mr. Junior. Right. You know, even when you're at a bar, you're still Miss Sophomore. Exactly. Even without the crown. That's like even being in, you know, a sorority or fraternity. Mm-hmm. You may not have your letters on, but you're still a part of that organization. People know that. Exactly. So I think if we, like we said, I'm glad that we, this whole conversation it has been about, you know, opening the floor and having real conversations. Mm, exactly. Like, as, you know, like, when my pot is about all tea, like, let's talk about the tea. Let's not, you know, throw any more shade about what happened with this mm-hmm. person or that person. Let's start opening up, like, this is why this happened. Exactly. This is what it means to be in this position, mm-hmm. and this is what it's going to take. Exactly. So. Because I believe, um... I believe that my pot is that real it's that real unfiltered that people need like yes. at the end of the day like you need to know okay as Ms. Jackson say you will walk in football games but you still have to have X, Y, and Z amount of community service hours. Right. Um, you still have to you know throw a queen's brunch. You still have to you know you know it's not a rule but you still Need you? I'm not gonna say have to because you know it may not happen, but you still need to leave your legacy in some way, shape, or fashion. Right. And um, one thing that I can say is, once you graduate, it's still not over. Like right. you said, like even if you know, see, you're an undergrad now, but once you graduate, and if you come back to Jackson, people are gonna be, especially people who know you now, they're gonna be like, oh, that's Gabby, the AKA. Mm-hmm. So you must always be holding yourself up to. You can't like. Not saying that you ever would, but you can't be out here in bar getting sloppy drunk because people are going right. to be like, oh, that's Gabby. Yeah. The AKA. Like, yeah. you cannot, like, it's literally like, almost like you have gotten a doctor. Like, yes. you're always going to be like, Camille Walker, I love Woo. For y'all who know Woo, yes. I live for Woo. Yes. I was really, that your first queen? No, she wasn't. My first one was Gabby. Was Gabby, okay. But I, I definitely met Woo during, um, during Summer Bridge. And mm-hmm. she was just so sweet. She... Woo is literally the definition of a Southern Belle. Yes, like, Woo yes, is a Southern is. Belle yes. to the death of her. But, um, Woo will always be Miss Jackson State. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, she could go to Walmart right now, see somebody who went to Jackson State while she was queen, or before she was queen, or after she was queen, because I was after she was queen, right. and somebody could be like, oh, that was the 78, yes. Miss Jackson State. Yeah. Like, so it's just like, she, and I'm saying that, you know, she's the only one, but, you know, this is just a perfect example because Wu just always just, she just gives me the spirit of grown woman, gives me the spirit of I'm going to do what needs to be done. She just gives me the spirit of just love and liveliness. I, yes. I know during her reign, it was nothing but beauty. I just, I, I just love Wu so much. Yes, she was, she's, I mean, I, Wu was already, so I saw her, like, prior to, you know, her running and all that and like even with her like honestly every queen that I've you know seen here they've done an amazing mm-hmm. job like even with Wu like I knew she was running for Miss Jackson right like even, when I, like even prior to that like I knew she was because like um, you know even with like her sorority she was always like front and center like of everything they did mm-hmm. all the like all the different activities and stuff like she was at every hot spot every event every mm-hmm. like community so you know like she was there like she was in the open you already know that she's very outspoken yes. anyway Ooh. so I knew she was running for Miss Jackson State. And um, she's an educator, so we stand. And she's a look. So look, she was just ready. It was for her. Yeah. But you're right. You know, all of it goes back into like, like I said, professional development. It almost kind of teaches you um, that you do go on and off, but it's like 
you know, all the Jack State people listening, all the HBCU people listening, anything that you want to do, just know when you put your name on something and you want to dedicate yourself to something, like, even if you're considering running for, you know, Mr. Jackson State, SGA president, mm-hmm. vice president, just remember that when you start, like, stamping your name on stuff like that and putting that kind of stuff on your name, you no longer, you know, of course you have your own life, but start to recognize, you know, some of the behaviors I used to do before mm-hmm. is not going to be acceptable because now... I have people watching me. Exactly. And not only watching me, people are looking up to me. There's young boys. Mm-hmm. When JC24 comes in, they're going to be looking like, you know, just like you looked at them. Like, you see how you talked about, you know, Camellia, how I talked about um, Destiny. Mm-hmm. When I came in, Destiny wasn't at the club. Right. When I came in, Destiny wasn't out here, you know, just talking to people however. Like, she, you know, really embodied that. And even with, you know, Camellia said that she was super nice, super, you know, she talked to everybody. She yes. was sweet, you know, a Southern belle. Like, she really, you know, you just got to illuminate that thing. Like, don't let the title make you but you right. make it beautiful exactly so yeah exactly because at the end of the day um these positions are so sought after that yes. it's gonna always be a base level of people who want to do it but your job as the king the queen as the HA president mm-hmm. the president of the different organizations your or just any e-board member too right. as the historian you should make people want to be, like people who weren't interested before, your job is to like double the amount of people interested. Right. You should have done such a great job to where it's just like people should be like, I think that's something that I want to do. I need to start changing who I am. Not change who I am as far as like, you know, make yourself a different person, but enhance who you are. Yes. Make sure that you're always on your best behavior because it's just like, we don't want a king, a queen, a president, a vice president, a historian, a secretary who just don't know how to act, right. who don't know how to communicate with people, and who is just not a good person to be around. So, that's my take on everything. Um, do you have anything else you want to say? I mean, other than just know we're not saying, you know, you can't live your life. Exactly. You know, we're just saying do everything in class mm-hmm. and make sure that, you know, with the... Um, current technology if anything were to be caught on camera make sure that you can back it up and say yes that's me what's the issue exactly like don't be afraid of anything just you know be mindful of your brand and your identity exactly so that's all i want to say but other than that you know we wrapped it up we did um this was a really 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 good episode i really want you guys to send this to your different friends your family um send it to anybody that you think would benefit from hearing this conversation. I had an amazing time here with Gabrielle. I'm so happy you invited me. Yes, yes. It was such an amazing uh, thing. Uh, And this may not be the last uh, link up. It may not be the last collab. We don't know yet. How about you stick around and you really see what's going to happen. But um, Let us know. Let us know. Really, let us know. Uh, If you want to hear more conversations like this, stay tuned to my pod. And I will see you guys next week. Mwah. Bye.